Cuivre. Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. I am your host, Tracy J. Hines, and with me tonight is my co-host, Leslie Lee. How are you, Leslie? I'm great. How's everybody doing? I'm here to bring you that black girl magic. Thank you, Leslie. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How was your trip to Dubai? It was wonderful. We had a great time. Dubai was wonderful. Um, We did all the touristy things, all the things that a tourist would do. In Dubai. <laughs> you were definitely missed last week. Um, well, this week, we're, this week we're continuing with part two. Uh, we had a panel on a week and a half ago, and we got into some heavy-duty conversations, which was nice. But it was only for 30 minutes, and I didn't think it was enough time. So tonight we'll be at it for an hour so we can hear what everybody has to say. So let me just introduce my guest tonight. <laughs> Excuse me. We have Anthony Lucky. He is a mentor to formerly incarcerated individuals, and he conducts readiness workshops for uh, teens at risk. Hey, Anthony, what's up? Good evening. Thank you for inviting me back. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Interested in hearing your perspective. We also have uh, OG, private security consultant, social media guru. He says content (laughs) manager. I'm going to say guru because that brother is busy on the Internet. What's up, LG? Hey, how you doing, Tracy? How you doing, everybody? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be back. We have uh, Nelsie Rivera. She's a clinical therapist specializing in marriage and family counseling, and she is the president owner of the First Bond dot org. Hey, Nelsie. Hi. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine. Good, good. We have uh, Onisha Love. She's a spiritual, intuitive counselor and healer for the soul, and the owner of AwakenFlower dot com. How are you doing, everyone? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. And we also have Aisha. She works as a neuromuscular therapist by trade and founder of Holistic Body Works.
the angry black woman. If you take any woman of any race and throw her out of her home that she's been living in for 20 years with a man, like a dog, like an animal, he dragged her out of her home and threw her out with nothing, you could most likely say that, you know, this, is, this woman is going to carry that for a while. Any woman, Asian, Latina, Caucasian, any woman. So I think that it's what the woman, the person has gone through in their life that will show up in a yeah. form of anger. Andy, I'm going to ask you to clarify because maybe <laughs> I, 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 mm-hmm. I got it wrong. Because I don't think it's... Ah. Let me hear what you were saying before. No, I wouldn't, um, well, I'm, I'm evaluating and listening, you know, because, you know, everything is a learning uh, experience, and I'm listening to what the panel is saying. And I would say that, you know, um, I forgot what Brother had mentioned it about to see the different movies, but I think what even speaks to it more is when you look at a lot of reality TV shows like Love and Hip Hop, uh, L.A., Atlanta, New York, wherever, Marcia, you see how the sisters can't really... And I guess mostly like that is for show, you know, to keep the viewers coming back and ratings and stuff. But it does present a um, kind of negative image that you know, people are always arguing and fussing and fighting and angry. So I wouldn't say it's angry, but I would say that maybe it's a assertiveness, but I would say, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, maybe the ladies can straighten me out on this point, that when it comes to women of color, most of the men that they inter- engage with or, or interact with, whatever they say, for the most part, not everyone, but it's a good likelihood that they're running into brothers that they're better educated than, make more money than, and are more successful, which really doesn't happen in any other race if you really look at it. And so that, I think, creates some type of inequality that... Um, Maybe, maybe could explain something. What I don't know. Well, I think it's sad. It's sad that people really believe what they see on TV because everything is scripted. When you see TV, know that it's scripted. And the people that are acting out and acting like fools, they're trying to collect a check and keep the ratings high. I was on Wendy Williams one time, and I was one of the people that played the game with her. Please know from beginning to end, it was scripted to the point that I was in a back. They mic'd me up and everything. So if you want to get a paycheck and you want to keep it going, it's gonna you're going to do what you have to do to get the rating. But that's not reality. When they put that label reality TV, that's the furthest thing from reality. I meet, like Tracy was saying, like I meet so many women and people on a daily basis, and it's very rare that they come across initially angry. And when they do, that's when I have to check myself and figure out how am I going to communicate with this person because I know she's mad or I know he's mad. So what am I going to do to try to disarm them from their anger? And that's where I have to come into play without having this education in psychology. I know how people feel. I know how they want to be perceived. And they don't want to be perceived as angry. So what can I say to them to disarm them in that conversation? And then once we get to a better place, the conversation moves well. Yeah, that's been my Anthony, are you experiencing, like, in your dating life, now that you're single, in your dating uh-huh. life, are you experiencing um, negativity like that? Uh, to be honest with you, I am not dating whatsoever. I am taking a brief hiatus get myself together and get focused on what it is exactly I'm looking for. Okay. In uh in an apartment because I know I have my own shortcomings. I'd be a fool to realize that I don't but at the same time I'm not trying to rush into anything substantial because you know, I just got a long term relationship and I just want to relax for a minute. There's no okay. rush. Okay. And I have one more thing to say I have one more thing to say about uh, you know the angry black woman uh, discussion. I also want to say that sometimes you know I just people are confused because they think they aren't just regular angry people out here, and it doesn't mean it's geared towards you know a woman. It just means there's there's also such thing as there are women that are angry, but you can't lump them all together. Just like there are men that are angry, so it doesn't. There are angry people in the world, so, you know, right. but yeah, not right. everybody right. is. 
But black women get to carry the label. People stick it on us. I've been in situations. Yeah, I've been in situations where, you know, I'm not trying to come across as angry, but if I'm asserting myself or if I'm expecting something and I ask for it, I'm not being angry. Now, if you're going to be rude and disrespectful to me, you're going to get angry. Then you're going to know an angry black woman. Because I, there's no reason for anybody, if I come up and I show up in the room, there's no reason for you to assume that I'm being angry or being being um, mean or for whatever. But if you come at me in a certain way, you're going to get it. And then you're going to realize that I'm probably unleashing some stuff that I've been holding on for somebody else. But you gave it to me, so now I'm going to give it to you. Man, that's, 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 that's how it goes. Well, that's how it goes. Isn't that called displaced anger? Yeah. Listen, it initiated with the response that you gave me. So this <laughs> place, it started with something that you did to me. And if we didn't mm-hmm. have to go there, then I wouldn't unleash maybe something that happened five years ago. But mm-hmm. the initial reaction that 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 person and I had. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's that's still how it works. I can't control yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, here's the question. This is for um, a committed relationship. How challenging is it for men to express that they need emotional support from their lady? How challenging is that? Define emotional support, please. Maybe you're going through something. And you really need your lady to support you. Is that difficult for a man to express, or does that make you feel um, any sort of like so, the way you guys put it, soft, or does it make you feel any kind of way to say, you know, like in other words, hold me? Can you hold me? I I need you to hold me tonight. I'm going through something here. How difficult is that? There's two sides to that. There are two very polar opposite sides to that because one, um, like there is the stereotype for men to be strong, emotionless, completely logic based, no no emotion whatsoever. But at the same time, we're humans. Um, it's difficult for us to break from that stereotype to become somebody who's completely engulfed by emotion because at that point we're no longer in man mode according to the stereotype. But we do need the emotional support, and having that open channel of communication between ourselves and our partners is essential because not only do you need to be able to call on that support when necessary, but also to have someone who understands that once that moment is done, once that emotion has been accounted for, I need to go back into man mode. You see, a lot of times we have people who can't, bridge that gap where they go and it's now, oh, he, you know, he's crying, he's, uh, you know, uncontrollable, but we need to go back to man mode and you need someone who's going to be there to support you through the emotion and back into where you were in the, taking the lead in the family as the head of a household, as a man. So it's a balance between those two. I think some men have a hard time trusting to go to that soft place. Oh, yeah. They're not trusting how that person, whoever they're sharing with, is going to react. And when is it going to show up later on? Like, are you going to use this against me? Right. If I cry today, are you going to use this against me tomorrow? And so a man, in my opinion, has a hard time trusting when it's safe to go to that soft place. I, I, don't, I don't particularly think it's a soft place or anything. I just right. think it's like, if I feel like I'm not a, I'm not necessarily a verbal person when it comes to things like that. So more than likely, I, instead of me asking, I'd probably just 
try to reach out and grab you grab her and like try to you know hug you know that's what what you would do rather than you would just say listen I need right so you're more physical (laughs) well I'm not saying I'm physical I just kind of yeah exactly I just show it in 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 a physical way you know that would be my my question would be physical and if she like backs off and be like no, I don't want to be hugged right now. Then I'm not such a point. I'm gonna go hug myself in my head. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that, makes that, makes sense because it, that makes sense because if that's like I like to call that a love language. Know the behavior and the language that if he's acting a certain way, it's not always about you. He's going through something. Maybe he's not gonna to want to speak, but the the body language is telling me I need to hold him. I really need to be you know what, and just hold it. But it, mm-hmm. it's but now that you know what I noticed, it's hard because a woman has to play that balance, delicate balancing act. So while he's displaying yeah. something that we know is something wrong, and now you're trying to go and and speak what's wrong, and then if you don't ask the question the right way, now you're getting chewed out. Now you're you know there's something wrong, and and now. I'm going to go into defense mode depending on how you respond to me. And all I'm trying to figure out is what happened, what's going on, and how can I help you. But if I, at, at that moment, he's not ready to receive that, he's not ready to answer it, and he goes into another persona and he's mad or he's upset and he unleashes on me, then I'm, I know me. I'm going to unleash the dragon. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Which emotion are you dealing with at that point? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused because if I see my man is in a place and then I'm trying to reach out to him, but then I get attacked, what do you want from me? To take but it? Hey, here's what? the thing, though. If he's, if he's angry, he's going to display that. Everybody's going to display it differently depending on their upbringing. But if a man is angry, he may need to go take a walk or he may need to go beat up on a punching bag or he may need to... I don't know, clear his mind one way, but if it's sadness, if it's another emotion that has him emotionally distraught, I mean, that's going to manifest itself in a different way. If you're going to respond to that, you have to come in knowing that this may or may not be a walk in the park. You know, just being there and holding somebody, there may be a man who's going through something emotionally and he doesn't want to be held, but that's how you know how to respond to somebody who's going through something emotionally. So how do you bridge the gap? I I guess that's the question. (laughs) Education is the only way you're going to bridge the gap. We talked about this in one of our first, first episodes. You have to love thyself first, and then you and your partner have to communicate. You have to know each other's love languages, and the communication can't just be in the beginning. It has to be ongoing so that you know each other, so that you can't, because we evolve as people. Things change. Our thoughts change. Our processes change. And as we evolve, we need to communicate and show each other how we need to receive love so that you can get through all these rough times. Right. Well, I know one time... Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. No, I was just going to say, this is a funny though. One time, years ago, when my husband and I were dating in college, and I used to be able to get him to cry like a drop of a dime. And he realized he was getting too soft with it. He said, you know what? I'm not crying with you anymore. And he shut it down. And I couldn't, get, I couldn't crush that nut ever again. He shut it down. It was too much. It was too much for him. He wasn't right. dealing with all of that. I was going to... I, I, I started that conversation backing off, piggybacking off of the angry woman because sometimes with our men as well, the way um, my my sister there said that if he sets it off, she's going to... You know, the ugly's going to come out of her because he's, he, she's trying to restart him and he's... He's rejecting her by screaming. So sometimes we misinterpret the man because we the man deals with things different than we do. So they have the responsibilities and everything in their minds, and they express it a little bit different. So sometimes they come at us because they don't, you know, we're the closest thing to them. So they project it on us so with the whole world on their shoulder, and we're like, oh, man. He's acting this certain way. He's acting, uh, that's it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna approach him. I'm, you know, we give up fast because they're stronger. You know, they're more. Yeah. You know, my husband is doubling me. He looks like a quarterback. If he's 
if he says something loudly, it shakes the house, as opposed to me doing it. You know, I'm only five right, three. So, so now so I want to know, uh, in, gentlemen. I, I was, Nelson, I was if you don't mind, Nelson, if you don't mind, I'm gonna switch this up a little bit, gentlemen. I want to hear a question that you need to ask from the ladies. We've asked the guys. We kind of went around and on that. I want to hear something that you want to know. Silence. Nobody needs anything. <laughs> so you guys have, all, we, you have us all figured out. You have us all figured out. You know exactly what we're all about. No, no, I'm thinking about it. That's that's not an easy question, right there, because you know. Uh, Is this something that you deal with in, in your personal life? You don't have to go into detail about it, but something that any any of you have dealt with or are dealing with in your personal lives that seem to be a woman issue, like you just don't understand why your girl or your girlfriend or your wife or whoever it is 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 behaving this way or acting this way? Nothing? Not a personal issue, but I do want to know, just from a woman's perspective, how important is it for you to know about your significant other's past relationships? To me, it's not important. Um that's not something that's really important unless he is still holding on to the past relationship. I would like to know what is he holding on to and um, how to help him heal through it. But other than that, um, your ex is your ex. Your past relationship is your past relationship. You're supposed to learn from it, grow from it, and, and move forward because you're into a new relationship. That's how I feel about that. I don't need the gory details, but I do need, or I'd like to know um, how it ended. You know, was it horrible? Was it violent? I kind of want to know those kind of things. And just surface information. I don't need to know, you know, everything that you did or didn't do. But to me, knowing how it ended kind of speaks volumes to the kind of person that you are and the kind of person you were attracted to. And it just gives me a better insight, I think. Yeah, I agree. So uh, my question then would be is that how would you feel about your significant other still keeping in touch with some of his exes? No, I don't. I'm, I'm not with it. You have to have confidence. I don't know. I wouldn't mind. It's just I don't like based that. on your rules and how you feel about the relationship. But um, if you trust them, you should, I mean, it shouldn't be an issue. Nope. That's how I feel. Men and women can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a If it was oh, a past relationship, it was a past. Exactly. Keep it in the past. What are y'all keeping in contact for? We, like Tracy said, we discussed this, and this is my issue. Do I know you're keeping in contact with this person? And what are y'all mm -hmm. discussing? What is there to discuss? Are we friends how? What, how are you friends with this person from the past? And what are you discussing? Wait a minute. You sound, you wait a minute. You sound like Joe Pesci from the movie The Gangster. You're like, yeah. What are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? What's so funny? Exactly. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't mind Like, I have a lot of male friends that are good friends with me that I never had a relationship with. Because I've been with well, my husband for about ex. We're, we're talking yes, about that's what I mean. No, but an ex? No. No. no, no I wouldn't even what you going to say, Anthony? Anthony, what were you going to say? Was that Anthony? Was yeah. Was OG? I, what I was trying to uh, clarify was that if that person was, say if you dated, you was with this person like seven, eight years, and you got to know their family, they got to know your family, you know, things just didn't work out. And then I have to interrupt you for a second. I'm sorry. We're gonna we, we have to go to a commercial. We did. Okay. So hold that thought, and you will be first when we come back in. All right. We'll be right I'm back. I'm trying to hold time. it. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Write it down. We'll be back in five. Thank you. Okay. Let me take my cells off
thing but can't let go even though I need it so your arms they soothe me but I ain't no This ain't no moving man I'm a real woman Been down this road before I just need more I just need more What does my body ignore? What my mind says? I try to keep it intact But I'm here in this bed Welcome back to Love Talks, Love Talks for Everyday People. Uh, we have our guest, a panel, talking about love and relationships, and I think we left off with uh, Mr. Anthony Lucky. He had a comment. Can you uh, continue for me, yes. Anthony? Yes, I want to re- reiterate my comment, and it deals with uh, being friends with your exes. I heard someone <laughs> that was vocal about that could never happen. But my example is that if you're with someone for seven, eight years in a long-term relationship and then things don't work out, and you break up, you know, without any serious uh, regret or, you know, animosity and all that stuff. And if your families know each other, why would that be a problem? Being that if you care for this person at one time, now all of a sudden you're supposed to, like, cut them off, disown them, disavow them because you're in a new relationship with somebody else. Because you know Why this person intimately, and this person knows you, you intimately. 
And how does that look for any person? Yeah, how does that look for anybody trying to enter into your life? Aisha, can you, can you, Leslie, can I hear Aisha one more time? Aisha, what did you say? I said it's a problem because you know that person intimately and they know you intimately. So if you're starting a brand new relationship, and, you know, I have a theory, um, if you can still be friends with your ex, you know, after you're broken up, you're either still in love with them or you never loved them to begin with. You know, if you're moving on to a new situation, you got to let the past stay in the past. Okay. Especially someone who you've been intimate with. The past being intimate. The past being the past, which is intimacy and on that level. But friendship is maybe something new for you guys, um, especially when you yeah. have other things involved like kids. So friendship and and being able to be around each other and cordial and introducing who's going to be around our kids and you guys being friendly and being able to um, do things together is, is quite important. So what do you think? The, the, the friendship depends on the relationship. The friendship depends on the relationship. Obviously, if husband and wife separate and you have children together, you need to remain in contact and, and some That's kind of friend. friendship needs to remain. But I think what we were talking about is um, you're not married, you're not sharing yeah. kids, and you broke up with Barbara last week, and you and Barbara have been intimate for the last three years, and I'm just starting to date you. And every time I turn around, you're on the phone with Barbara, and you're like, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? What's going on? What is that about? I don't think that's appropriate. Okay. Well, I see it like this. Listen, what is a relationship built on, first of all? It's built on trust and love, correct? I mean, that, am I correct about that? So if you trust correct. somebody, trust doesn't stop at what you what you what you think might happen or what you think. Respect is also in the, the the frequency between two people might be because just as people bring children into the world and have to remain connected, people also build, let's say, a a, a mental or, or a spiritual child, meaning that they have an understanding of something that only they share. It's a friendship. Get back and together and leave me alone. Okay, no. No, let's get no, 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 no. Listen, 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 I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. All I'm saying is on on a for real, like relationships are not something that belong to a particular person. It is about building bridges with people and not burning them. It doesn't always mean that just because you leave somebody that you have to trust that person that they're not going to mess around with somebody who they were with. And that's where trust comes. If you don't trust that person, why are you with them? That's what I said. So basically, what are you doing for this new person? Are you grooming them to, to get them to understand, like, I had this previous relationship. We're very good friends. We stay in contact. So if you're going to be a part of my life, you have to accept that. Like, how does this work? How do you introduce that? I, I'm not trying to convince you. No, okay. But my thing is, I'm not trying to convince nobody. That's the whole point. Is that so how do I? How do you introduce me? I, I'm the new I, girlfriend. Let's let's role play here. You have the okay. friends that you've been <laughs> dating for many years, and you, you're now you're broken up, and you're still friends. I'm the new girlfriend. Role play with me. How we? How okay. are you introducing me to her? How does it? Y'all don't need to meet if you don't want to. It has to be natural. Mm -hmm. I mean, if y'all gonna link naturally as friends, just do it. If it doesn't but work, if I'm why, the new why, person, and I'm trying to build a relationship with you, and there's a, a trust that I'm trying to build with you, and I don't know about your friendship with your old girlfriend, the friendship that you insist on maintaining while you're trying to learn me, too, how do you introduce me to her? Is it by happen chance? Do I happen to hear you talking to this person? Do I happen to see her number come up on your phone? How, how, how do I know that this friendship exists? I'm the new person. Okay, because and I'm I will build a trust with you. Because, because it would be open. You would know. You would just know. I'd be like, look, I you know, know. I, do, I, I do have, there are exes that are my friends. They're good people. There's nothing wrong with them. If you trust me, you know that I'm not trying to get with them or there's nothing else going on. I don't, I shouldn't are have you to comfortable? that. Oh, gee, that oh, gee, are you comfortable with that slip? You know, your I'm girl has definitely died and she was dating. How about you, Anthony? Would you be comfortable with that? I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't be a hypocrite. I mean, I'm comfortable okay. with it as long as I know what the parameters are. I'm like, Carrie, hey, what are the parameters good? the other way? What are the yeah, parameters the other way? way? How are you no, making me comfortable? No, no, no three day weekend. Terry, are you comfortable yeah, with flipping? Absolutely. I have my, my girl, we're together, that's us. If, that, if there's anything that's going to come in the way of that, I shouldn't be in a relationship to begin with. Correct. So if, if, if there is a three-day weekend in my life, we're friends. We grew up together. He was my neighbor from when I was a kid. We're going out of town. You all right with that's that? That's stretching it. That's, 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 stretching. Yeah, that's a stretch <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not We're not going out of town. We're going to dinner. We're only friends. You trust me. We're just friends. We're what, what, what's the difference? I trust. Three-day trust. Yeah. You're in a room or what? Trust me, trust. We're not sharing a room. We're just going away for the weekend. They have their room. I have my. No, no, no. Room. We're not even going away for the weekend. We're going to dinner. So what? Just he and I. Food. My friend and I. We're going to dinner. Yeah. Why not? Let's fly to Applebee's. Just, Let's go. Just get back by by ten. Applebee's. No, 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 no. My man, my man likes to spend money. We don't do Applebee's. We're going to dinner, just the two of us. My old friend from the past. And I'm getting dressed up. Like like if it's my friend, I'm not spending money like that. We're not going out to shape those We're, the we're going friends. because we're just hungry. That's what friends do. We go eat. There's no need to do all the fanfare and spending money. So there's, there's parameters in this friendship with the ex. There's some parameters in the friendship with the ex. There's limits. Is that what I'm hearing? There's some right. things that are acceptable and there's some things that yeah. aren't acceptable? Or is anything open? Mm-hmm. No, it has to be. <laughs> wow, okay. So you guys have to make up your mind. Either you can have friends or you can't. You know, it sounds like it's. it's you can have a friend. Oh, only they can friends. have friends. They can. You have can have a friend, friend if you're going to treat them like a friend. Yeah. Friends and how do you treat them like a? How do you treat if you and I have a relationship and you're with your and you go and you have um, a pizza with your ex or a moment. You have moments with her, intimate moments, and you guys know each other in a different way, an intimate way. Why would I want you to continue that if I'm trying to know you in this way and create something new with you? Why would I want you to revisit that? That doesn't make sense. Well, that's not fair to me. Uh, 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 well, no one, well, no one's revisiting anything. I'm just saying when you uh, love someone and y'all break up, you still should be able to maintain, in my estimation, you still should be able to maintain the friendship. Now, if you have an occasion... Not, what do you mean? That's what, I'm talking about. what, is, what does the maintenance look like? What does the maintenance look maintenance like? Maintenance means like if you if you talk to each other maybe like once a month. Or you Why? Maybe, what are you, you know, talking about? Well, this is a friend of mine. This ain't somebody I'm just going to cut off because I met you. I think it depends on the two people in the relationship. I think it's, you know, it's kind of too broad of a subject. Like, if the two people are okay with being friends with their exes, then that works for them. But if you have one partner who's okay with it and a one partner who isn't, that's when you have a problem. You need to honor Usually, relationship. that's the problem. There's always that one person is not okay. That's what the problem usually is. I'm not understanding, like, some, why do you need some, to maintain this friendship? Okay, but, you, but you need to establish that prior to you getting with somebody and being in a long-term relationship. Just like you invest into a house, you don't walk into a house and just buy it. You look for the cracks in the wall, if there's some piping that needs to be done. You know, so you want to evaluate your relationship like an investment. You want to make sure you're on the same page so, prior. Okay. And so that's what I'm saying. You don't find your are okay with being, you know, polygamous, and some couples aren't. You know, it's, exactly. it's the same type of thing. you gotta, you got to have the same mindset, both people in the relationship, or it's just not going to work. And that's and really you're get down down to the buying this house. While you're in the process of buying this house, you keep your apartment. Is that what this is? No, what I'm saying is, no, you're not going back to the apartment. But you know, well, she has a valid point. You gotta listen to the point. Deep in the apartment, you're not sleeping right. in the street while you're making a decision to buy the house. Okay. So, so I can't friends, let me it. just say this. Wait, 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 let me just say this. Friends don't typically make love with each other. Okay, let me just put that out there. Friends, this is that's my true. friend. That's very true. Typically, friends don't make love with each other. 
So because you and that person have already been intimate together and have made love, then you're beyond that friend stage. Exactly. So you were you were attracted to them sexually, physically, every other lee you can think about, there was an attraction. So me coming into this relationship and knowing all of this and you're still friends, it leads me to believe that there is still some attraction left over. And of course, you don't plan on anything happening. You don't plan on anything happening, but I know people tend to slip and fall into things. Tracy, you said the magic magic word. You said the magic word is leads me to believe. Either you believe in it and you establish it before you get into a deep... There's nothing wrong with before you get in a relationship. Establish. Listen, you can't have friends. I will not tolerate you having friends who are your exes, period. That's it. And now if you find out, now that's wrong. But if that person tells you, listen, I'm always be in contact with something because maybe they're just good people. Listen, I'm talking on public radio, and I've had ex-girlfriends, and I'm married, and they know that we're good friends. You know what I'm saying? It may not even be good friends when I talk to them. I don't have to talk to them and be in like some, like, oh, we have, if there's nothing to talk about, there ain't nothing to talk about. You know, but if I need them to support me or something, or I support them on some event, I mean, what's wrong with that? I don't get it. You know, trust that's me. A, that's, a, that's, a rare thing. that's a rare thing for you to go into a relationship and say um, to, the, to the new girl, um, meet my family, and also I, have, I keep in touch with all my exes. What does that look like in a, in a, in a, in a couple with a new touch. relationship? But I don't think you can touch like require that. But right. you know, when yeah. it seems like you don't, it seems like for a man, and, and, and I touched on this before, because you're in a situation where you may be looking to date or dating new people, but you have these previous relationships, it seems like you don't want to let those previous relationships go because. In the event that this new thing doesn't work out, I always got that. Hello. <laughs> I always got I always got the lines of communication are open. And, and no matter what you say, there was always, just like Tracy said, some type of attraction there. So when you're trying to meet and date new people, if you're leaving the lines of communication open somewhere else, you're not fully engaged with that new person. Exactly. If you're sharing and talking with the new person and you're not and, 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 and what I'm saying is you're sharing and talking with the old person, even if it's not on a sexual nature. It exactly. could be intimate. It's intimate conversation, even if it's not sexual, and you're sharing with somebody that you're not sharing with the new person. You're keeping your lines of communication open because it's safe, it's comfortable, it's familiar, but you're not yes. giving that to the new person to allow okay. that new person to trust you. Well, that's a different get to know you. But that's a I different situation so. because at this point now you're giving more to the old situation than the new situation. That's not how a mature man needs to approach a relationship. If you're giving even if you even even month, you're keeping the lines of communication open. Open. Exactly. And that keeping the lines of communication open makes it familiar for you and comfortable for you and not so familiar and comfortable for the new person that's trying to get to know you. So it sounds like we just, you need to figure it out for you, what works for you. Because I can clearly see just listening to all of us here is that for some it's okay and for some it's others. And there's levels of the friendship that you're going to allow in this friendship with an ex. I mean, there's certain levels that you're going to keep. And if it works for everybody that's in it, it works. For some it doesn't, Mm and for others it do. And I think we can go with this all night long. Let's try to get another question in from somebody. The silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one question for the men, just to, to piggyback off of that last uh, conversation. If you were dating someone and, you know, they were the person of your dreams and they still wanted to keep contact with their ex, uh, and then one person, you know, they weren't about it. So what do you do in that situation? Do you choose a friendship over your new relationship? No, that's forever. You're signing forever. No. Oh, I like that answer. No. If you found the person of your dreams and you want to spend the rest of your life with them, 
yeah, you're going to invest in that. But forget the friendship. This is the rest of my life. Oh, wait a minute. This is the friendship you've been friends for seven to eight years. Yeah, exactly. This is a different guy. Wait a minute, Each of our men have, Leslie, each of our men have different opinions. Each of them <laughs> The reason okay. I say it is because. I respect each one's opinion. Terry okay, is I different got it. I got it. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I say that is because at this point, now these two things are lying in the balance. Mm-hmm. See, if you can maintain them both and keep those things completely separate and make sure that your ex stays a friend, okay, cool. But if it's now getting in the way of you making any progress into forever with the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, don't do it. That's that's, that's not worth it. Okay. okay. I, I, with, I, you, I agree. If I'm saying if, if the new relationship become solid as a rock, that old relationship will fade anyway over time. Right. Oh, so you agree with me then. You're holding on to that old relationship to the new one. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> to the new one. He's no. She said if you find that dream person and that dream mm-hmm. person is going to consume so much of your time is what I'm trying to say. They're going to consume so much of your time you're not going to have room for anybody else in the relationship. Okay. All right. I have, I have a question. question. Go oh, ahead, go ahead Tracy. I have one answer. No, no, no. Do, do your thing, girl. Go. You go. Okay. My question is, my one of my girlfriends got advice from her brother one time, and her brother said that most men know right away if you're the one. Yes. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Who said they know right away? Yep. I, Terry, I said it. I believe that. Okay. Did you hear that? Because I think there's a lot of gameplay that goes on. And people, if a man knows right away, he's going to show it. He's coming for you. He's going to yeah. make you know. He's going to put you on the top of your on the top of his agenda. He's checking for you faster than you get a chance. If you got to do the opposite, he's still figuring it out. He's not that into got friends. He's just not that into you. I'm telling you, I believe that. A man knows. Okay, so can I hear Anthony and OG? Anthony, OG, do you agree with what Leslie just said? uh, I don't know. I think if a guy is into you, when he introduces you to his parents, to his family, to his mother, I think that's a key sign. Yeah, but when you you know a girl, you know. When you first meet a girl, do you know right away if you're going to want a second date or you're not or you're interested in a while? She could be the one. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I a trick question. Say, I can't say she's the one, but I know if I'm interested in it. How is it tricky, OG? Break it down for me, please. Because you're asking me two different questions. You're saying, is she the one or am I going to return a date with her? Because, like, dude, that's two different things. Because you go on a date with somebody, you're saying, look, she ain't the one, but she's mad cool. You know, maybe we can hang out. But as far as her being okay. the one, I mean, I'm going to personally say I probably, I probably wouldn't know at this stage. I still have a lot of learning to do. I wouldn't know at that, you know. I probably you wouldn't, wouldn't know right away. You wouldn't know right away. Mm-hmm. No. So let me ask you this, guys. Now, Leslie, I'm going to put my question out there. For the okay. women that listen and they, they're looking and they're trying to find it and they're trying to get themselves together, what is it that men are looking for? Now, I know you all are looking for something different, but what are the basics that's on everybody's list? Share, please do. Well, I know this sounds kind of corny, you know what I'm saying? But to me, I like a woman that, that acts like a woman but thinks like a man. And I can't really qualify that exactly what I'm trying to say, but that's what gets my interest. So how do you know she's doing it if you can't qualify it? Because I know it when I see it. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> <That's game>. <laughs> <laughs> Men don't like that assertive woman because now it goes back to her. Oh, she's angry. You don't like that. You don't like the assertiveness. You don't like how someone doesn't like. That's what he said he likes. Let's <laughs> like what he likes. Oh, Jean, you're next. Answer the question. I, what is... <laughs> Go ahead, ask the question. I didn't hear what you said. The question was, for the women that are looking and they're working on themselves and they're getting themselves together, what is it that men are looking for? I know each of you are looking for something different, but there's got to be some basics that's on everybody's list. 
um, just looking for a partner, somebody that's going to help, you know, that we help each other grow. I'm not asking for perfection or us to be like, but we got to be growing. And, and I mean, helping each other grow. So we have to be, you know, we have to be, have some interests that, that we could grow together with. Terry? That's what I, that's what I would. Okay. Terry? Uh, well, <laughs> I like to dumb it down as much as possible. Um, I think that every time you told me about five things, and then I said that if a woman can do those five things, she stuff it. You're not as clear as I'd like you to be. Can you speak up a little okay. bit? I don't really. Oh, sorry. oh, men only need five things. And once we find those five things, she can be the one. All you got to do is respect him, love him, occasionally feed him, which is okay, understand him, and, of course, the physical. You match those five things in various levels, you can, that's, that's who we're looking for. Can you repeat that's a that? Bunch of you know what. Just let you him repeat what? it, please. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on, Lev. Hold on. Go ahead. All right, so like I said, there's only five things that men need. If you can cover those, you're good. Respect him, love him, occasionally feed him, try to understand him, and then the physical. Cover that, you're okay. That's all based on his mood for the day. If his mood (laughs) changes and you're not respecting him the way he would like you to, you're not feeding him the way he wants it, it, everything is subject to change. We're working on basic. Men men, men are difficult at best in the sense that when you try to meet those needs, they change it up on you. They say it's women, but men do it too. No, change too. Yes, they do. Yes. They no. do. Nelsie, so like how long you been married? No. Very. I think it's, we're too simple and women and need Nelsie, it to be complicated. How often yes, does your husband change that. his needs? <laughs> <laughs> He's on the menopause stage of this boy. Thank no, you. I think that's what it is. Men are so simple that women need it to be complicated. No. Nope. I, <laughs> nope. I, I, I have to different languages. I have to. Yeah, that's the thing. We speak two different languages, and then when the men are speaking their languages, they flip it, and they speak it in something that we don't even know how to talk, okay? I'm just Mm. saying that. Sometimes, you know, you you, you say one thing, you act one way, and the next thing you know, it's different. You said pig Latin. Pig Latin comes out. They speak a pig Latin. He's like, what? What did you just say? We speak two different languages. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have, I, for what you just said, I have the three S's. What I, I say to the women, this, they only need the three S's. Sex, a sandwich, and silence. That'll take them there. will be there with you for the rest of your life, let me tell you. To give them sex in that order. Sex, a sandwich, and silence. And we will take you to the altar. Trust me, girl. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The three S's. Okay. All right. Sex, sandwich, oh, and silence. Oh, I don't know how you're going to get to know each other when you can't communicate. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you like that, Terry? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's, that's going to work for me. But. Oh, okay. I was just saying. <laughs> I think one of, my friends just texted me, one of my friends just texted me and she said, men and women are both simple. We just overcomplicate the matters all the time. Yeah. Both I, was very true. Getting ready to say I that. agree. I was just getting ready to say something very close to that. I think we're all... And I, I kind of agree. I kind of simple at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So we have I agree. five minutes left. Does anybody want to throw out another question that we can get in and out real quick? Do you guys do you guys speak about your sex life with your lady with your friends? Do you guys do I that? I don't. I don't. I, that's a golden rule. No, because I wouldn't do that because I've had guys do that, and when you do that, you put the you you know you put guys like on notice about you know nah that's not a good look. I don't I don't do it. That. <laughs> nah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I think okay. that I think we're way beyond that. I don't think that's that's that we're, we're too old for that. I don't think you talk about that. Some people do, mm-hmm. believe me, Tracy. Yeah, that's a little yeah you want to have, it, My thing's like this. If you got something that's a good thing, you want to keep that quiet. That's on hush mode right there. Amen to that. All right, I have another question. Um, when you're done 
Do you always tell the girl you're done, or do you just kind of hang around and see how much more you can get until she figures out that you're done? What? No. What? When they're done, they're done. When men are done, they're done. There's no hanging around. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why women get all confused. Um, women get confused. I like Leslie when I ask the men a question, you always answer. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Men. Oh, no, you just, you know, you just being you, Les. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> I got my answer. Now I want to hear one of the guys' answer. All right. Repeat the question again. When, when a guy's done. done. Are you done? I mean, do you let the girl know you're done, or do you just kind of hang around until she figures it out? Oh, he's done. I mean, I mean, probably like back in my younger years, I would say I, I would have hung around because it was hard because there were certain things that were attached. But in my right, right. you know mature years, I mean, when I'm done, I'm done. There's nothing else. If we ain't got nothing else going, there really ain't no need to waste any time. Let's be efficient, you know. Okay. But do you do you just cut and run and never offer up an explanation, or do you do you just say like this is not working for me? Because I think what happens with a lot of women, and I think Steve Harvey covered it, we look for closure, and there's no such thing as closure. When he stops calling you and texting you, that's closure. That's what when I he stops calling you, guys, that's closure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right, we got three minutes left. We're gonna wrap this up. I'm sorry. Say that again. I don't know. If the guy's not putting in the effort, it, that, that's the end of it. All right. Yeah. We have three minutes left, so I'm going to close this up. This is Tracy J. Hines, author of Love Addiction. Please, please, please log on to my website, T-R-A-C-I-J-H-I-N-D-S dot com. Get a copy of my book. The e-reader is $3.99. The paperback is $10.99. I want to thank all of my guests for coming out tonight. And talking with us, I hope for another time in the future we'll come back and we'll talk some more. Anthony Lucky, O.G. Akins, Nelson Rivera, Onisha Love, Aisha, she's going to get mad because I don't remember her last name. I always get it wrong. Is it Gary? Gary. Yay, Aisha, Gary, and Terry, Pierre, Lewis? That's right. That's right. All right. And Leslie Lee, of course, my co-host, bringing her black girl magic every week. Thank you all and have a good night. Thank you.